0: Hey guys, we're back with Vicky G and Ebony Charday for an episode of So Many Your Feelings. Guys, I'm so excited to have my girl Ebony with me. She is my heart and we're going to be talking about something that's kind of serious, but we're we'll trying to keep it light as possible on navigating the holidays, um, navigating grief through the holiday season really so without further ado i'm going to let ebony kind of introduce herself so the listeners know what she does who she is what she's passionate about yeah take it away ebony
1: there are so many things Uh, (laughs) um i am ebony sade i am a multi-faceted talented person i Um, really enjoy supporting women of color that are creatives, that are leaders in their industry, um, really defeat their mental roadblocks, whether it be in business or in their personal lives. So I operate as a strategist, as a um, healing artist as well, also a wellness coach. Um, So pretty dynamic, but all of it is basically to connect wellness to community, lifestyle and business.
0: Thank you, Ebony. As you guys heard, she is the baddest of all. And I brought Ebony in today because we talk a lot about wellness. Like she said, she's in the wellness space and just how mental health kind of ties into the holidays um i'll give you guys just a quick brief background story um of my personal life and how i've been navigating the holidays and how it's kind of changed over the years to be honest from my early 20s um so both of my parents are divorced they've been divorced since i was too young to remember i believe a baby (laughs) um and i usually alternate the holiday season going to one for maybe christmas another one for thanksgiving um but now that i'm recently married as well we're also trying to figure out what that looks like with more in-laws but before i was married i kind of struggled around the holiday season um i love my mom to death but we definitely butted heads a lot when i was younger and the holidays were tough sometimes i Hmm, I think I've now learned a bit more boundaries and how to take care of myself during the holiday season without kind of compromising my peace for others. Um, But that definitely took some time to learn and I'm still learning it. Um, So yeah, I have a couple questions, my girl Ebony as well and for myself to answer. Um, And the first one is going to be, what's your favorite holiday season and why? And I can kind of kick us off there. My favorite holidays, and that's plural because I know I'm probably going to get some feedback from my mom if she ever hears this, is Halloween because I love to dress up. For those that don't know, I love cosplay and it's basically like everybody dress up Enjoy me in this holiday where we all can be whatever we want to be um but growing up in a christian household that wasn't of course allowed um so now in my adult years i definitely have a little bit more fun with it this past year i was mrs incredible i was netsu, i was Two. Two of them are anime characters um and yeah my other favorite would probably be christmas Um, I just love the feel of Christmas. Stuff feels more magical around that time. Not necessarily for the presents, but I just love the decor and the music and having Mariah Carey on repeat like everybody else. Um, So yeah, I'll let Ebony take it away. So
1: it's a holiday for me, my birthday. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's
1: my favorite (laughs) holiday and following right after that is the blend of christmas time and the new year i like them both because it's just time for reflection I, I love reflecting i love like tapping in and just taking a moment to sit and review you know what a year around the sun has been like or just another new year of life um as a collective so those are my favorite times
0: I love that. I didn't even think about my birthday being a holiday, but it is. I feel you on that. And to be honest, I think this past year turning 27 was the first year that I was like, I'm going to treat this like it's a holiday and celebrate my birthday all month long. Me and Ebony, along with a few of my other friends, went to Vegas for the first time Um, during my holiday. I'm going to call it holiday now, <laughs> my birthday month. And it was great. Unfortunately I did get COVID during that time. So that part wasn't that great, but you know, it's cool. So my next question is going to be more so around your childhood. Um, Those are formative years and what would be your fondest childhood memory of the holidays? I actually can't really pinpoint this one myself. But what I will say is, going back to the Christmas time, I was a little bit more obsessed with presents as a kid. And my dad, I'm his only child, so he would spoil the mess out of me. And somehow almost every year, I would convince him to let me open my gifts before Christmas, almost every time. (laughs) I don't know how I convinced him this. I think he just gave me whatever I wanted in that sense. Unfortunately, my husband is not continuing that <laughs> now. Um, he is very much on Christmas Day, we open presents, and that is it, the end, mm-hmm. which I guess I'll just kind of have to deal with. Um, but sadly, I think I have more negative memories now. Maybe it's because they happened more recently compared to my childhood ones, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll let you. Let me know if you got something better to tell the listener. I am
1: also one who got to open presents early. That was my favorite thing. My mom would be like, just pick one. I'm like, okay, what looks good? (laughs) Because sometimes they try to trick you with the biggest one, Mm -hmm. and the biggest one
0: don't even be all that, so you you can be strategic. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're older. Yes.
1: My favorite holiday as a kid was Thanksgiving and <laughs> Labor Day, <laughs> because oh, sure. we would go to everybody's house, mm-hmm. so it's, it's house hopping. Like yeah. everybody cooking. My mama did not cook, so mm. I had to learn how to cook for my
0: step daddy. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> but my mom was not a cook, so we would just be like, "All right, we're going to your auntie house last because we know that's where we're gonna stay the longest." So we go to all the cousins' house, mm. go to my granny's house, go to my grandma's house. Wow. Like yeah, yes. It. <laughs> it, it's about three or four houses, especially when I was little. Um, stop at my godmom's house. Mm. Oh, the cakes! Mm. Praise God! Love the cakes. <laughs> Red velvet cake with the nuts on top. Yes. Okay, and sweet potato pie is oh, like to die for. The best. I love it. The best. Heard about that? So yeah, the that's My fondest memories is the food and like just going to everybody's house and playing games like my grandma's house was always fun we would play taboo
0: um, all the time yeah.
1: or just like she would just make up games she would just because my my grandma was just so creative so mm-hmm. i really loved going to her house and spending time there
0: i love it i definitely love the food part i definitely feel like thanksgiving is the time um that we go in for food and you write about Labor Day. It's funny because I think it rains most times mm-hmm. and I remember my mom like having an umbrella over her, over the grill, just trying to make it, make it work and- I mean it worked though. It's American life. It. Literally though. So that actually brings me to our next question. What is a not so pleasant holiday experience that you've had? No. I know <laughs> it, it probably could be a list but I was in well I won't tack on it just yet but I would say mine was probably was this Christmas or Thanksgiving it was one of the two and I was visiting my mom and um, my sisters at the time and I think her ex-husband was there too I'm pretty sure he was because we better heads a lot and I'm the oldest girl, and as probably other eldest daughters know, it is your role to help with cooking and anything that is needed. So I was trying to help my mom cook, and we had a disagreement on how to make cauliflower poppers. (laughs) Yeah, and that disagreement, I think she... I can't remember. I think she wanted to cook them on the stove top. And I was like, no, I think we should cook them in the oven. And everybody has a dis- like different preferences. So I won't really say like who was right or wrong in that situation. But I do know that kind of spiraled the bad mood for the rest of the holidays. And we got into arguments over other things. Long story short, I was like, I'm not coming back.
1: I was oh so God. upset
0: um had to take a walk I felt really targeted and stuff and kind of trapped in a sense um and what I learned from that and it's funny because my mom said it she was like when I go to your grandmother's house I cook things the way she wants me to make them when I'm there and it was a point that I guess I didn't fully understand then is like when you are visiting someone, you almost kind of default to whatever their house rules are, their preferences are, and you take that how you want. Like either you don't have to help cook, you can bring your own dish, or you can just eat it however they choose to make it. Yep. Yeah. So that was a hard lesson for me. Um, So this year, what I realized, and I didn't even consciously realize that I was doing it, I want to say it might be the first year in a little while that me and my sisters and my mom and now my husband are all having Thanksgiving together and her new husband and like my stepsister. And so everybody, yes, the big year it is, it's the blended year for sure. And my sister, my middle sister kind of took over with my mom like, okay, I think we should make this. So my sister's making certain dishes and my mom's making certain dishes. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the charcuterie boards and I'll do the decorations. And I think going in knowing that this is what each person is making will definitely limit the amount of arguments that could mm-hmm. possibly happen over, I think it should be this way type mm-hmm. of thing. You stay in your dish. Exactly. Stay in your dish. Yes. Okay. Not so
1: pleasant times. I have a few. <laughs> um it's it's so interesting our relationship with our mothers. I am actually in the midst of healing mine. We're doing good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: but one year during Thanksgiving, I was not at home. Yeah. Actually, ran away from home like two days before Thanksgiving,
0: oh, and God.
1: I was like, I was 15. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> now that
1: I think about it, oh, I was I was that smart child that was bad. I was. Okay, I can feel that. My mom would probably feel the same. You could not tell me anything. I'm not wrong ever. <laughs> so my mom. Knew I had a boyfriend. I was so in love. It was my puppy love in high school. And he would often come to the house after school. Like we would ride the bus together, come home. He would hang out, stay for dinner. We might drop him off at home or he'll take the bus back on his own. And so this day, like we're sitting in the living room on the couch. My mom's boyfriend at the time comes over. Like, sir, you don't even live here. Mm. But you're here. My mom's not here. And he's like, your boyfriend got to go. He got to get out. Like, Ooh, we sir, you don't even go here. We already <laughs> have a system. Like, my mom does not care that he's here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but he would like not. I was like, can you just call my mom? And he was like, no, he got to get out. Like, just Ooh, trying to be yeah. this trying to
0: enforce the law.
1: Oh, father figure. Like, yeah. don't need it. Thanks. So I got mad i already like just wasn't feeling him Mm -hmm. because of other things yeah um and i I packed a big target bag a big (laughs) the the big ones that they give you and i just stuffed clothes in it and i was like i'm leaving two days before thanksgiving two days before thanksgiving took my battery out of my motorola razor phone
0: uh, took my SIM card
1: out because I said, y'all will not track me.
0: Yeah, you did it the smart way. Not that
1: they would have even thought of how to. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was like, uh-uh, y'all not going to find me. You a spy? <laughs> and I was just with my boyfriend. I was with him and his big brother and his girlfriend. And I was at Clayton State, girl. I was on the South Side for Thanksgiving.
0: What? I know your mom was probably like, oh, oh my God. She- Where is she?
1: Yeah, so then, of course, she ends up, like, calling my boyfriend's mom. My boyfriend's mom is calling him. And so I finally had to, like, cut my phone back on. And I wouldn't talk to my mom. I would only talk to my godmom. Mm-hmm. And my godmom was like, let me just come back. Like, it's going to be fine. You'll, like, we'll all work through this. I get back, and it is, like, <laughs> it's two police officers sitting at my kitchen table. Like, if you do this again, we're going to take you to jail. And i just like... That's cap. I, I, they would. They could take runaways right to jail. Yeah, because you're not emancipated. Technically, we are I our parents. Think they too.
0: were gonna take you to jail? I yeah. thought they was gonna say Julie or something. No, they said jail. They will take
1: you to jail. Ooh,
0: they didn't tell me that. So, Maybe I'm spoiled.
1: That was a not so great holiday. And then, I mean, on a lighter note, I think like just in childhood. Once my mom stopped doing the Christmas tree, I was sad. Like, mm. she didn't wrap my gifts no more. She just laid them out on the couch. Oh, she said, you're done. And then, How old were you? I want to say I was like 12. Mm.
0: Like 12, 13. Said, old enough. You're old enough.
1: And then after that, I was just like, here's some money. Like, here you go. Dang. It, it was no more. like The magic. Yeah. So I'm excited for this year to yeah. put up my Christmas tree. Wrap gifts with my boo.
0: (laughs) I love it. Yes. Oh my goodness. So wow, that's a fun fact, guys. I did not know that they could lock you up if you run away. I'll tell my runaway story another time. We'll leave that, we'll leave that for a different (laughs) episode. But (laughs) I also am excited for Christmas this year. Of course, Thanksgiving too but i am gonna ramble a little bit i have three cats and i don't think i can do a christmas tree oh you can yeah i can't <laughs> you, you cannot i can't it's not like when we had one while they were still kittens and at that time me and my sister were living together and i think we had what six six seven cats oh, just about wow. you were we were raising foster- them yeah we were raising them fostering cats and Thankfully they were small enough that they didn't fully damage the tree, but they were definitely trying to like climb it. So this year I'm going to do one of those like little birch trees that like are kind of like skinny but with the lights mm-hmm. without so much stuff that they can climb it. I will definitely post pictures. Um so I know it's going to get a little even more darker, but have you ever experienced grief? or sadness around the holidays Mm
1: -hmm. and why.
0: And that can also be like upcoming holidays if you haven't in the past. Um, I would say for me, I experienced grief after that year that was like, I'm not coming back. Um, Because I didn't go back for a little bit for a couple of holidays. Mm -hmm. And that feeling of estrangement definitely hit Um, because it's not that I didn't want to, but I didn't know the boundaries that I needed at the time to be able to actually like be in the same space. So that looks like now for me, maybe I don't sleep over unless it's like one night. So, cause I love my space. I'm really big on like my comfort and everything too. Um, another time, in a different sense where I've had some grief, was when I visited my dad, I think last Christmas, like I said before, my dad's only child, he is extremely overprotective in a, in a sense, um, and I, of course I missed my boyfriend at the time, now husband, and I felt pretty depressed, surprisingly, even though I was excited to see like my dad's side of the family, my bathroom isn't the way I like it. And then I remember needing to take a walk because I was just like, "Uh, this is too much. So I go outside. My dad's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm taking a walk. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna watch you. Guys, I was 20, 27? No, I was 26. He stands outside. I love you, daddy, in case you hear this. He stands outside and watches me from the patio (laughs) while I'm walking. And I was really like, what is happening right now? (laughs) And I didn't realize until after I talked to my um, therapist about it. And she was like, did it feel like a sense of control? Like you were being controlled in a way. And I was like, I didn't realize it at the time. And I'm sure that's not his intent, but that is what I felt. And there was definitely grief for my younger self because my parents were divorced and my dad lived in Orlando and my mom lived in different states where I may not have felt protected. And then being 26 and now like having that quote unquote protection didn't feel like it. And it ended up triggering me in a way that I didn't realize. Um, So... Now, I ended up talking to my aunt about it that lived down there, and she took me to the beach and everything, so I was able to clear my head. But now, thankfully, in a different sense, things are different. I'm married now, and visiting my dad would look a lot different going forward, because we'll probably have to get somewhere else to stay. And um, I'm looking forward to that, because after that experience, I was like, mm I didn't tell him, like I told my mom, I'm never coming back, but in my head I was like, "Mm." (laughs) we might need to rethink when I visit and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And my aunt offered me to let me stay at her place. Um, She has a pool and like has multiple rooms and can actually host a little bit more than my my dad can, so yeah.
1: Um, grief, <laughs> grief, Lord. Um, I know. like so many things. Unfortunately, um, when I was in college, coming home for Christmas was not. It just wasn't comfortable for me. Um, just because of. It's so interesting how our parents are literally like the root for things um mm. but just the relationship my mom was in when i was in college um it just didn't make coming home pleasant so i didn't really look forward to being at home for christmas like i was always ready to leave um because i just really did not care for that man mm. so glad you're gone god bless your soul though he's not dead okay he, <laughs> Clarify. Is, he is not here Okay. In our lives anymore um, I think Just losing family members Like when my granny passed In 2015 mm-hmm. Like no more Thanksgiving with her No more Christmas with her No more getting $20 checks on my birthday Yes yeah. My granny wrote checks for $20
0: I was thinking, I was like, did she say 200
1: no, Or did she say 20 <laughs> Okay, Okay, okay Go cash that check before it's not there no more (laughs) and um then of course like navigating losing my dad um that was new because as a like as a family like with my siblings and him we were like making our own new traditions for thanksgiving and christmas um and so like losing him in the summer and then having to go through the holidays without him was just like torture It was, it's just like you don't really want to talk to anybody because it's just grieving. It's like I'm, I just want to curl up in a little ball and think back on the memories that I have versus trying to act like I'm okay. Like the Christmas right after he passed like in 2020 i remember um being at my grandma's house and my sister had gotten married earlier in the year like before my dad passed and she had just gotten her wedding book back and we were going through it and there was a picture of my dad on one of the pages and i just started crying and it's like it's a lot of people at my grandma's house like aunties cousins like and I'm just in the kitchen, like crying and my grandma's holding me. And it was just like, it just wasn't comfortable. Cause it's just like, in that moment I felt like nobody understands that I'm sad. I also was just like, how are y'all in this ce- celebratory yeah. mood? How are y'all like smiling and laughing right now? Because I don't feel like there's anything to smile and laugh about.
0: Yeah, So I get that.
1: That was a tough time
0: yeah thank you for sharing that. I know it's not easy. you know I love you love you <laughs> I actually was listening to listening to another podcast that was also talking about um, just navigating the holidays, um, but they did touch on grief and exactly what you said about sometimes people don't feel like celebrating, especially after you've gone through something that, you're grieving, I guess, so to speak. And at least the advice the lady was saying was like, like honor your feelings, like how you, you know, you cried and stuff like that. Some people just kind of fight through it. Some people being me, like I'm that person that's like, I don't want to cry in front of people. I'm going to like go to another room or go on a walk and cry. But in a sense, like, I guess that's fine because I am getting it out somehow, but, It's nice when you do have that support, someone you can be vulnerable with and go ahead and get it out. Because maybe after you get it out, you might feel a little bit better, but maybe in your family sense, like she also brought up that some people just kind of fake it till you make it type of thing. Mm -hmm. And that might be how they might've been kind of like dealing with it. Just like, well, let's, we're still alive. Let's kind of try to celebrate life and being here. But there's no one way to do anything, you know. Everybody yeah. deals with it differently. Um, I guess that leads me to my next question: How do you self-soothe or reground yourself while you're grieving? Mm-hmm. I, like I mentioned, like for me, walks are everything. Um, I'm that person that will just walk out. <laughs> I've been. I I remember one time I was just out with my husband and my sister-in-law and not in a good mood. I was like, let me go walk before I explode. I didn't even tell them where I was going. I was like, I'll be right back Mm -hmm. and just left and then came back. Mm -hmm. Um, And Another thing for me now is kind of like planning things a little bit more. So, okay, I'll go here for this many hours, but before I go, I'm going to take a bubble bath or I'm going to Mm -hmm. do my devotion, journal a little bit, and then go, and then also take care of myself when I get home, whatever that looks like, whether it's like watching anime in bed or drinking tea. Anything like my small moments of joy, I try to kind of bulk those up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that i can kind of navigate it a little bit better um i think it helps now that i do have my husband because he's very in tune with me so if he sees that i'm like starting to kind of like waver a little bit he's like all right it's time to go (laughs) pack it up and let's get out of here um so that's personally kind of the things that i've been trying to do
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um for me, soothing
1: is definitely also walks, and like if i'm I like what you were saying, like if I need to prepare for being in a space where I know I may be triggered, like having some tea or praying um in mirror talk,
0: mm-hmm. I am
1: a huge like fan of talking to myself in the mirror and like just affirming like everything's gonna be okay like i I got this. Because um, especially being around certain family members, it can bring up a lot of childhood trauma or even just unfortunate altercations that have happened as an adult. It's like, I can't really get away from you because you didn't necessarily do these things to the entire family or mm-hmm. not everybody in the family even knows you know, certain things about yeah. whomever I may be uncomfortable around. So just making sure I prepare myself for that. And then... In the mist if something has triggered me taking a moment to go to the bathroom again back in that mirror Mm -hmm. um, or and if I'm alone and like because sometimes I can go on like spirals of like the grief will just like turn into sorrow Mm -hmm. full-fledged and um, lately I'm really into somatic work which is like really figuring out where the feelings are in your body so like For me, grief shows up as like anxiety or anger. And so a lot of that occurs in my throat area. Like my throat gets really tight or the center of my chest. Sometimes I'll get a headache, um, but in the back of my head, like the near my neck area. So doing that helps me know where to like send my breathing and I'll just breathe. And one of my friends actually gave me a really good suggestion, but to have a safe word. So usually we think safe words during sex, but safe mm-hmm. word for when you feel yourself going on a spiral. And so mine is Shanti, which is peace. Mm-hmm. So I'll just continuously will say that to myself as I'm breathing and just come back down.
0: I love that. I'm definitely going to have to try that safe word. I definitely love that, yes. Breathing is everything. I definitely am working on that more and more. Mm -hmm. Even before I podcast, I was like running to get snacks and we were trying to find another mic and all of the things. And I could tell my anxiety was like rising a little bit. I was like, girl, start breathing. (laughs) There's no need to be anxious. Mm -hmm. But just because I I don't like being late. So I get anxious anytime I feel like I'm being late. I'm working on that. Breath is everything, it's your best friend, guys. Definitely use some of that. And another thing my therapist told me for when you're anxious is like getting an ice cube or something in your hands. Um, I guess the physical sensation of it kind of helps ground you a little bit. Or if you can, take your shoes off and put your feet in some grass, guys, that would help too. I don't really have that much grass near me to do that, so. The ice cube is my normal route to go. And I guess my last question is, what are some boundaries that have you started or want to start for the holiday season? A boundary I didn't even realize that I was doing was not being the token person to try to do everything, Um, whether that's oh, let me always help you clean up or let me always host stuff. And if I do host things, like I'm doing a um, Christmas Eve dinner with um, my husband, hopefully his sisters and maybe like a close friend of his, um, just keeping it with the people that I like wanna actually, keeping it intimate, keeping it safe. Um, And when I do go places like Thanksgiving, me not, Cooking everything and me, maybe coming a little bit later than everyone else. Um, yeah, my mm. mom was told my sister, like, she's gonna be so mad if she hears this. <laughs> she was like, Yeah, you guys should come for like 11. And she didn't tell me that yet. And I asked my sister, so I was like, For what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> And my sister was like to cook. I was like, oh well, since y'all cooking, I guess y'all could get there for eleven. I'll uh, I'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll see you there. I- I'm doing the decor and a charcuterie board. Well, maybe two. So we'll see what time dinner is, and then I'll plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, and then also skipping some holidays. Me and my husband kind of decided that next year we're just gonna kind of skip out on. Growing a family and really just kind of like honing on us, mm-hmm. um, and I'm excited for that. I'm very excited. Maybe start on the traditions yes. and everything. Yeah. Um, so this is the our first year doing that, and I am thrilled. Um, so yeah, those are some boundaries that I'm setting, and of course, of course, leaving when it's time for me to go. We're gonna head head out.
1: Um I don't think I have many to set because I'm already like <laughs> I've gotten so much better with no. Hmm. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna season anything. Y'all know how to season? Stop asking me to season. <laughs> I don't wanna season the meat. No. Um I don't wanna go to this person's house. Yeah. I'm definitely about to be that who are going to be there person Mm -hmm. because if I don't feel safe in the space, I'm not going. Um, but I'm also with you on like, I want to start my own traditions and be able to extend the invitation to who I want to. Yes. I don't have a need to be in spaces where I'm not feeling joy, where I'm not feeling love and peace Like, in some family functions, it's always an argument, or it's always some shadiness going on, and that's not my vibe. Yeah. So, but I I had already started cutting that out. Like, my mom would be like, you want to come with me to so-and-so house? I do not. (laughs) You can bring me a plate.
0: (laughs) Another plate! I
1: "I do not want to be there. Yeah. So, that's mine, It's just continuing to say no, and making sure i am assessing what is going to be taking place before i get there so that i can choose and move accordingly
0: yes yeah i love the say no guys use it all the time say no say no say no um but i'm actually also learning to say yes to some other things because i am my homebody sometimes so i'm trying to say yes yeah. to things that make me feel good. Um, So wrapping up, my takeaways and my advice would be to really spend time with yourself before going to see some family, saying no when you don't feel safe, Um, breathing, of course, your breath is everything. Come up with that safe word, guys, Mm -hmm. Ebony graciously let us know about that and maybe start some own some new traditions for yourself I think it's always fun starting something new especially if it's for you and really prioritize your peace and yourself and Ebony what are your some of your takeaways in case I forgot anything
1: those were all good I feel like I have additions to just like um honor your loved ones in the way that you see fit. Like loved ones that are no longer here. Um, even if that is if you wanna make a plate for them at the table, if you want to if you do altar work and you wanna light a candle for them for every holiday, whether it's their birthday, Christmas, New Year, whatever the case may be, don't let anyone make you feel like you don't have that right to honor your loved one in the way that you desire. And take the time that you need. If you don't feel that you're ready to be around a lot of people, whether it is that you've lost someone, whether you've gone through a big transition and you're just needing to be kind of in hermit mode, like give yourself the permission because nobody else is going to, if if not you. Um, so just knowing that you have control over How you maneuver through this grief, there's no right or wrong way. And the people that honor and love and respect you are going to give you whatever support you need to make the decision that you need to make for yourself.
0: Thank you, Ebony. You're welcome. Thank you guys for listening. We wanted to squeeze this podcast in before Thanksgiving. And thankfully, I think I made my deadline. I would love to hear how you guys also are navigating the holidays. Feel free to email me. I will add that to the show notes as well as just drop it on IG wherever you see fit. And good luck, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.